Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. Look at this. Full house today. Craig, Stevie and Shaka. Later on in the show, we'll be reflecting on that big 1-0 victory for Aston Villa against Manchester City. But we'll kick things off at Old Trafford, where Manchester United, of course, much maligned after that lacklustre defeat against Newcastle. Bounced back in some style against Chelsea, beating them by two goals to one. Early on, we saw Bruno have a penalty save, but McTominay finally made the breakthrough for the hosts. Cole Palmer would score, though, just before the break. But United would thoroughly deserve the three points, McTominay getting his second to give them a 2-1 win. Let's start with positive United, shall we? Well, that's, that's the only way to go. Yeah. That's their best performance of the season. I don't remember them creating as many chances, even against the cannon fodder in the Premier League. You know we've talked about it. Burnley, Sheffield United, Wolves at home early in the... Uh, although they're not cannon fodder, but Wolves at home early, I think match day one. This was everything that... I mean, if Ten Hag needed this type of performance, it was tonight. No slackers, mm. no lazy players. Yeah, Martial Rashford both dropped. Both dropped. Everybody on the same page, working hard, playing some nice football and playing against a dishevelled Chelsea yeah. side. Matt, you're right. During the highlights, you said it. Man United should have been home and hosed. Yeah, Chelsea created some chances, but really, the story here was Man United's best performance of the season by a long stretch. And is it no coincidence that it didn't happen with Rashford in the team, Stevie? I, I, I don't... Do you know, I would actually prefer not even talk about Rashford. OK. Because... No, what would you like to talk about? Go on, Atcher? No, the, the, this was a completely different attitude. Yeah. Where did this attitude come from? Considering all the talk all week, not just from us, but... Ev- any football show, newspapers, you name it, everybody has been throwing things at Man United... And then they turn round and produce this performance. Yes, it was against a lacklustre, pretty, pretty, pretty poor Chelsea team. Mm. But at the end of the day, they, they performed. The movement, the chances. I mean, you've got Anthony playing with a smile on his face. I mean, when have we ever said that? Yeah. So, yeah, hey, absolutely fantastic. If Man United can do this on a consistent basis, then we're talking about a different team. The question is, can they? Who impressed you today from United, Shane? Um, I, I, I think you could look at everyone. And to, to, to Steve's point, I mean, he, he says against a pretty poor Chelsea, pretty poor Chelsea is, is being quite kind in all honesty. You look at Chelsea and they play their part in, 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 in this. I can't think of a single player who had a D that they could be proud of other than Sanchez in, in, in the Chelsea goal. Nobody else did anything of any note. We spent the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game trying to figure out exactly who Pochettino had where and why. Um, it, it was just, it, it just was so, so fractured. They, 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 nothing about Chelsea made any kind of sense. Only when that full screen goes up there and I see Chelsea 55% possession, that comes a little bit of a shock. It, it, nothing about Chelsea's performance felt that they dominated or had any kind of a foothold in the game. Saying that to, to your question about, about Manchester United, this is the performance that 
that we've all been asking for. And as good as it was, and it could easily have been five or six, yes, they, they only won by they only won by a goal, but then um, the exact opposite was, was true against Newcastle, where they were second best by a long, long way and only lost by a goal. So credit Manchester United for a response. It's been a difficult few days for them. A lot has been said and speculated about. And, and everybody stepped up and, and they got the result that, that their football deserved. When you get left out for a teenager, be easy to sulk. And I thought, I thought we saw Amrabat that we kind of were expecting, along with McTominay. Controlled the middle of the park, pretty much. Picked up all the loose bits and pieces, passed the ball well, got, got United on the front foot. Obviously McTominay got his goals. They really drove the team forward. Ganacho was very direct. I thought Dallow was excellent. Obviously having Shaw back the last couple of weeks is a huge bonus for them. Uh, so I, I thought to a man, they were really, really good. I mean, was it 28 chances? Yeah. Or, or some uh, yeah. 28 shots or 28 chances created? It is, is excellent. I mean, you couldn't ask for any more. You could not ask for any more. The only thing you can ask for now is some consistency. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if they played Chelsea every week, they'd be champions. That'd be great. Chelsea That's were... <laughs> well, they are horrible, right? They're and, really and, and, horrible. And, you know, a, f a few people have been smarting about some of the criticism I and we have, have given them, but it's there for all to see. And, you know, we could go through the whole team. You know, Raheem Sterling, who's arguably been their best player this year, which wouldn't really be that difficult, spends... And Stevie was... <laughs> having a grumble about it during the game. He spends half the time on his backside. Nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> what, a grumble? Yeah. You know, Nico Jackson is clearly nothing else other than a guy that's going to come off the bench, right? Now, there's $200 million, pounds, whatever you want to call it, or thereabouts in the middle of the park. But the big one was, and Stevie said to me before the game, hey, Cucare well, the game had just started, we were sort of chatting, Cucurella's right back, so now Cucurella's left back. I was like, we all looked at the screen and we're going, where the hell is Shaq said in the plane? Reese James on the bench, who got sent off, who didn't, wasn't brilliant when he came on, by the way, but he's the best fullback they've got. He got sent off at Newcastle, mm -hmm. so had a rest against Brighton, was not injured as far as I know, no. and Cucurella plays right back, so left back at right back, so that takes your attacking threat out of the equation. He didn't defend particularly well either against Garnacho and Caldwell who's a centre-half at left-back. A lot of this is on Pochettino, on the manager. We've been talking a lot, haven't we, and Chelsea fans have been hanging their hat on the fact that when Nkunku comes back, there's someone to take the chances. But this isn't just missing a striker. This is missing a group of players who can put in a performance, and they're sitting at 10th now. Yeah. I mean, again, they had a couple of breakaways. Yes, uh, and in those couple of breakaways, we saw that Sterling, for some reason, doesn't have the confidence to go and try and score himself. He had a two-yard start. Uh, I'm not sure who the defender was. And he tried to pass to Jackson, who, number one, wasn't even expecting it. And then when he does get it, doesn't really know what to do. But whether Nkunku comes in and does well or not, who's going to get him the chances? I mean, we spoke yesterday about Declan Rice. 100 million for Declan Rice. Now that's a 100 million footballer. Caicedo and Fernandez, you wouldn't pay 100 million for the two of them right now because they are miles away from a guy like Declan Rice. Mm. And if you're going to spend 200 million on two guys in the middle of the park, they better be dominating some of the game. You can't expect them to dominate the whole game, but at least part of it. I, 
Since the two of them signed, I don't remember them dominating anybody. And that can't, you can't have that when you spend 200 mil. So, do we go further back? Do we move back to the defence? Well, I mean, Thiago Silva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Thiago Silva has been magnificent as a player. But now... Mistake he, at Newcastle. He can't, he can't move his... He can't, the problem for me is he can't move his feet quick enough. I think his brain's still working. But when you can't move your feet, it takes too long... And when you're playing against players like today and Man United who just couldn't wait to close the ball down, couldn't wait to put you under pressure, then you, you end up getting caught with the ball and you make rash decisions and you give the ball away. What's can we go to Caicedo, sorry, go on, go on. Is it, and is it the makeup of the team? Right. And all this sort of, let's get these players and chuck them all together and spend a billion because he was... He was superb at Brighton. Fantastic. Yeah, he was absolutely superb. Him and McAllister were different gravy. Mm. He goes in here and it's been a really tough start. Really tough. I don't know what uh, Enzo Fernando was like at Benfica week in, week out, because we don't, we don't watch the Portuguese league. Uh, but certainly Caicedo, this is not the player that we know at this club. I've mentioned Jackson and the other one who, another <laughs> seven-year contract, Mikhaila Mudric, if he doesn't slow down at the right time, he's never going to make it in the Premier League. He's like a cat in a hot tin roof. Yeah. Right? He wants to do everything. He, we know he's quick. We know he's direct. But he has to take a breath when he's in the final third. He's trying to do everything at 100 miles an hour. And Pochettino's got some big problems. They were lucky at the weekend. They were yep. lucky at well, the weekend well, against Brighton. Speaking of the weekend, obviously they played with 10 men. Mm -hmm. They played on the Saturday. United played on the Sunday. Oh, sorry. Other way around. Sorry. United played on the Saturday. Mm -hmm. They played on the Sunday and Pochettino's come out and said the United already had a head start going into this game because they had an extra day to prepare. It's, listen, it's, uh, some of these excuses by managers are, are just getting desperate. Uh, and and uh, I'm not sure who's believing that as an excuse for, for what we witnessed today. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry, you, you, you were desperately poor. Take some ownership of that. Address that. Nobody's going for this. Not, not after the, um, the number of years we've been well, playing and watching football and staggered games and times and Play, competing in Europe, God forbid Chelsea has to start to play in Europe, and then all of a sudden, I don't and, think they've got to worry what? about that. Well, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I suspect that, that that's what they're aiming for. But then what? You know, so now all of a sudden you have 24 hours less rest than, than somebody else, and, and therefore that's the kind of performance, and, and that's 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 the best excuse. It kind it kind of feels like me defending goalkeepers, saying that the sun is in his eye when it's. Well, if we, want to get really, if we want to get really technical about it, it was 19 hours. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> which, is, which is less than the amount of efforts Man United had today because United played in the late game, which was yes. uh, eight, yeah, eight, eight, eight o'clock. And, it, and it's neither, whether it's eight o'clock, three o'clock, or the dreaded 12.30. That's no, that's no excuse and no reason mm. for them to be as ragged as they were today. And, and the team formation, uh, the team selection is down to the manager, not down to players. Down to the manager. He doesn't believe that, really, does he? No, no. He can't. He no. can't. When, when your team is struggling the way they are for so long, you can't keep coming out and telling the truth all the time. I mean, yes, there are times when you have to be honest and say that your team were poor just because they need to hear it as well. But you can't come out and tell the truth all the time. And when they're as bad as they were tonight, again, he's... He's searching for something to say without, without bashing his players. 
because you just can't keep doing it. Uh, meanwhile, just a reminder, extra time, as always, available on our YouTube channel. Uh, thank you very much for all the questions that you send in. We will be addressing them a little later on in the show. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Harlan De Bruyne, Stevie and Shepard Spy, Shaka and Naps, all great teammates. But what's the perfect teammate for growing your business? Well, that's Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify makes it easy for you to show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style with gorgeous, flexible templates and powerful tools. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash FC. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash FC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash FC. What a performance from Aston Villa, home against Manchester City. Outplayed them from start to finish. In the end, the only goal of the game would come from a deflected effort from Leon Bailey, but Unai Emery's side thoroughly deserving of the victory. A win that puts them now above Manchester City in the league, four points off Arsenal at the top of the table. Uh, Craig, we've seen a lot of Manchester City over the years. Like, even in games in which they've lost Champions League, whatever, I don't think we've ever seen them dominated as much as they were. It was ragged. It was incredible. Every time we looked up, we'd... We had quite a few games on, particularly the United, Chelsea and the, the, uh, the Villa uh, City. Every time, we, every time we turned, sort of shifted your eye to, the, to Villa Park, they were on the attack and they were in the box and they were piling bodies forward and, and creating chances and making, uh, making Edison make save after save after save. And Yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got some players out, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, Rodri was, of course, suspended. Right, for this. so he plays... You know, a can Jane Stones, which is Calvin Phillips, see yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that, you know, that's what, what do you say when you're a, an England international midfielder and that's what he's doing. But clearly that's where he is in his uh, team selection. But the back line once again, and yeah, they need protection from, from the midfield and from, from the front line. But where do you start? Because they gifted so many, well, they gave up so many chances and they created so little. Now, the giving up the chances is something we've all talked about recently with this uh, City team in the last, I'm going to say, three or four weeks. However, the lack of guile at the other end is a big concern after tonight's game. I mean, uh, you know, they will always create chances and they'll come back. But there is, there's, a, there's more, than a, more than a chink of light for all these other teams that are up there that, that you know, 
We've always sat here and said, City will 12 games, we'll go 10, 12, yep. 14 games. Does it look like that at the moment? And, uh, you know, picking up, you know, 36 points out of 36, whatever it is. I don't think so. There were times, Steve, where they couldn't even get out of their own half. And when, when right. we say that about City, we saw mistakes as we did in that Chelsea game as well, where the passing that's so slick yeah. wasn't there. Do you know, listen, Guardiola has been kind of the master of dropping people in any positions they're not used to, and somehow it hasn't affected them. But, you know, it seems like that's catching up. You've got, when you put that team up before and mm. you look at it, the three things that stick out big time are three centre-backs who are playing out of position. Right. You know, you're going to try and win the Premier League with three centre-backs playing out of position and you're expecting a level of performance that we're used to seeing. I mean, look at that. In all honesty, three centre-backs. You know, Guardiola, I guess, of the three, is the one that's in a sort of similar position to where he normally is. But if you're expecting a Kanji and Stones to start in a top Premier League game and produce what people like Rodri and De Bruyne do, then I think we're asking for too much. And I think it's just caught up with them. You can't get away with it time after time after time. And today, they got, they got Even found Kovacic, out. sorry, I forgot. I was talking about Calvin Phillips. Kovacic is a... He came on in the second half, didn't he? He did come on, but he's a well-worn midfielder. He's been there, seen it, done it at every level. And, you know, they've got two centre-backs in there. I think we're talking about Pochettino getting team selection wrong, you'd have to say, because this guy's had mm. so much uh, praise over the last few years, uh, the City manager. That that looks to me as if he's got his team selection completely wrong. And Aston Villa got theirs absolutely spot on. The thing that jumps out at me is, while, yes, you're playing Guardiola on the left-hand side of that defensive three, you've got Foden and Alvarez playing wide left in an attacking position. Are they not going to come back? Yeah. So you're relying on Akanji, who's on the left-hand side of, of, of Stones, those two to deal with everything that that Villa had coming at them. And, and as Steve mentioned in the highlight, um, Leon Bailey was just having his way yeah. with, with Guardiola. And because they, there simply was no cover, it was one-on-one one all day long, and Leon Bailey was just thriving uh, up against Guardiola in, with, with that kind of space and, and absolutely no cover. And then that's, okay, albeit through a deflection, that's where the goal comes from. As he gets around Guardiola, City are all at sea. Diaz trying to, to come across it to, to make up the space. And, and, and so for me, while, while, yes, you're trying to tinker with, with how you, you shape up defensively, you can't. You can't just have two attacking wingers on, on one side in, in, in that way um, and, and hope to get anything against a team like Villa. Yeah, well, that's the point. It's Villa. I mean, come on. Yeah. You, you look at what they did in the summer. It wasn't wasn't eye-catching, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, the, the transfer policy. It's more, a lot of the same players. They lost Tyrone Mings at Newcastle in match yeah. day one when they got hammered. Yep. Didn't play badly, for certainly for an hour, got, but got hammered in the end. Pau Torres had come in, experienced player, international guy, fitted in there. He was a bit, looked a bit iffy to start with, like getting to know his teammates. Uh, you got Konza, who they can play. Diego Carlos is back, and Konza played right back. That was a big call, no Matty Cash. Leon Bailey back in. Stevie said, gave, them a, gave uh, Guardiola uh, a bit of a doing all night. And Ollie Watkins, these guys, are all, these guys were all there. Yeah. You know, they, they too have injuries, Bundia and others. The job that man has done, bearing in mind the situation they were in when Steven Gerrard left the club, yeah. they bring in a guy who's been tried and trusted, and he's had a few wobbles and hit a few uh, hurdles that he's fell on over the years. But 
he's a proper coach and he's come in they haven't spent fortunes he's coached them they play a high line uh, like a lot of the teams these days they squeeze the game they're powerful they pass the ball they're not the I wouldn't say they're the slickest team to watch in the Premier League but they're a little bit of everything play football work hard good shape defensively solid great goalkeeper yeah. at the back as well I don't think they're in the title race at the moment I don't think they're going to win the league but this is just a great story for Villa. Uh, to use Craig's uh, words, proper coach. Yeah, I, th I, I think when, when you look at the players they have today, the same players six months ago could not have done this. They, they, would, they wouldn't have had the belief. They certainly wouldn't have been brave enough to do it. I mean, you, you said it when we were watching the game, you've never seen a team going at Manchester City mm. and year, I mean we haven't and the last time I remember a game or a team trying to do that against City in an open game was Liverpool in yep. the pomp at, at Man City there's not been a side that's went we're going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with this team and we're going to get after them and they absolutely did it so you know that takes that takes organisation it, it, it takes belief it takes courage even though you're at home so yeah and all of that has come since Unai Emery's walked through the door. Makes it very easy to root for, doesn't it? Absolutely. Everything about Aston Villa, every single thing, from, from the personnel to, to a coach who has been respected for, for all that he's done. Yes, he's, as to, to use Craig's phrase, he's had a couple of wobbles, but he, he's, he's always carried himself in a way that I think people admire. And, and now you do that with this team, this Villa team, where we know how poor they once were, not, not so long ago, and how he's, he's turned them around. Um, Absolutely. Everything about Villa, you, you have to admire. Uh, meanwhile, for Manchester City, they are having themselves, aren't they? Quite the wobble uh, at the moment. That is now four games without a win for the defending champions. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. There'll be no new manager bounce for Sheffield United. Liverpool in the end with a comfortable victory by two goals to nil. Van Dijk scoring just before the break. Stop a slide then, making it 2-0 in injury time.
I, I suppose the big talking point maybe, Stevie, isn't what happened in the game. The fact, obviously, Matip's out for the season with his ACL. Yeah, which, which when I heard that, I was thinking, OK, so Kanati's going to have to play regularly now. Which I find strange that he hasn't been. Um, maybe there's something that Klopp is not particularly keen on. But when it came down to it, he almost seemed to prefer Mati over Kanati. Which, personally, hey, I, I, I couldn't figure out. Right. Uh, but I'm not going to argue with, with Klopp. But now, Kanati's going to have to step up uh, and, and do the job that, that Mati's been doing. Because, you know, for a guy his age, he's, he's done a good job over the last 12 months, certainly. So, yeah, that's a little Look, bit of a... One last note on this. Nunez dropped for a game against Sheffield United where maybe he could have started and trying to get some goals, a little bit of confidence. Any truth in that? Uh, well, uh, listen, I think, I think if you look at the way Klopp's been picking his front three, there's changes, 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 changes. Personally, I would like to see Nunez get a real solid run uh, to try and... To try and, get him in a, try and get him in a position where when he goes through, when you're watching it, you know he's going to score. Right. Because right now, when he goes through, you, you don't believe it, he's going to score. I mean, he had one today, one-on-one -on -one with a goalkeeper, and he really hit it straight out of the goalkeeper. Right. So, and, and so I would like to see him get a run of games without chopping and changing to try and, try and get him a step. Well, he's going to have on. to start at some point because you've cut him a hell of a lot of slack. <laughs> You have, Stephen? No, I have. I have. have <laughs> <laughs> right. OK, let's get, to the, let's get to the meat of it. Oh, Stephen, let's get to the meat of it all, <laughs> shall we? Stephen, Stephen, oh. who's going to win the league? <laughs> oh, oh, tell you what. God, just see it. I really don't think you can argue with that, what oh, they've got oh. there. So you, for you, Manchester City, still going to win the league? Because they're, they're 11... <laughs> Oh, sorry. I thought that was the cookies list. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Aston Villa are favourites ahead of City. No. Right. Uh, I, all I saw was Arsenal and Liverpool, okay. to be honest with you. Right, OK. And that's what City I was thinking. City are still favourites. No. No. <laughs> 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 so Arsenal's got to be favourites. Who's going to win the league? Arsenal has to be favourites now. So no, no, see it. You, so Arsenal going to win the league, in your opinion? Favourites. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> He's in the echo again. Uh, He's in the echo again. Favourite. Uh, Phone in the editor again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Where's the shaker money going? Uh, right now, right now, the, the shaker money is, is going in Arsenal, in all honesty. I what think. did your wow. notes say? Wow. I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about, Craig. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't think there's, there's any question that Arsenal are playing the best football in, in the league. Um, I was tempted to say by some distance, but I think Liverpool is second best. Um, everybody else trailing. My, my only concern around Arsenal and discussing this is, is the goalkeeper situation. Yeah. Does that come back to, and it hasn't so far this, this season, every time there have been errors, they've made up for it, but you can't keep relying on scoring four goals. Um, maybe that comes back to, 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 to haunt them, but as of right now, it's, I'm thinking Arsenal. We'll talk about the goalkeeper a little bit later on. Craig, who's going to win the league? Uh, still City for me. Right. Yeah. What if I gave you Arsenal and Liverpool? What do you mean? Uh, you could have oh. Manchester City to win the league yeah. or yeah, still, one or the other. Still, still City for me. Still they've, City. Been, they've been over the course right. uh, several times. They've got players, big players to come back. I think De Bruyne is back in the squad I saw for, is it the Club World Cup or whatever it is? Right. Whatever nonsense it is. So he's going to come yeah, that's back. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, 
still the team to beat. And uh, adversity. Uh, meanwhile, some big results, some significant results at the other end of the table today in the other matches that we saw take place on Wednesday in the Premier League. Uh, Fulham thrashed Nottingham Forest by five goals to nil. You imagine what Craig manager will change probably around the corner? I think there. so. I mean, yeah. it's unfortunate, but I think he's probably, I think they will sack him. Uh, meanwhile, Brighton back to winning ways with a 2-1 victory over Brentford and Crystal Palace's poor run continues. Bournemouth uh, going to Sellers Park and winning by two goals to nil. So what does all that mean? Well, at the bottom of the table, Sheffield United remain after that defeat against Liverpool. Burnley, of course, uh, losing yesterday. Everton in action tomorrow against Newcastle. A win for them would take them above Luton. Forest, though, still six points away from the drop zone. Uh, let's talk about the league leaders then. Um, Declan Rice grabbing all the headlines. Oh, this is obviously a Spurs fan doing the graphics. There we go, it's back. Uh, Declan Rice uh, grabbing all the headlines on the back pages of the UK newspaper. But it wasn't really Rice, was it? There was the talking point at the, at the end of the game once again. It was Arsenal's number one goalkeeper, David Raya. This is what Arteta had to say about his performance. What are your thoughts of that right performance? There were two potential errors on his part for two goals. We have to defend better the situations as a team. There are th certain things leading to, um, to the goals and, and it's not about blaming. We haven't never done it and we're not going to do it now. It's about how the team reacts to that because it's going to happen and uh, I love that response. So you don't think you got a fault right two goals? I think we can defend much better the, the goals, that's for sure. Craig, you were off yesterday by looking at your expletive-laden tweets, uh, suggesting you're watching this game. <laughs> uh -huh. and well, the, the first thing that came to mind was pretty much the same as you guys, was Ateta's comments from five or six weeks ago yeah. about changing the goalkeeper yes. when he felt the time was right. And I was thinking, you know, he's not going to do it, is he? Yeah. Is he going to do it? But, but I think here he's just completely burying this problem, which he can do when they're winning. Yep. But you can't continue to come back. Maybe you can, but I think it's unlikely. In tight games, giving up three goals against, you know, one of the weaker teams in the Premier League and relying on a last-minute, last-ditch winner. It's not going to get you to the league title. Some might say it's league title winning shows the courage of potential title winners, but I, I would look more, we're talking about the problem that is the goalkeeper that's not going away. It's not a one-off. He was brought in to be better with his feet. I've not really seen that. The stats, laugh, laugh, the stats would say he was saving more shots than Aaron Ramsdale. Right. Nonsense. He's even struggling in that department now and he's got absolutely no command of his area. Physically, uh, no stature, no command of his penalty box, which, which gives the heebie-jeebies to centre-halves because now all of a sudden you're dropping off a bit deeper thinking, I'm going to have to head this. I'm going to have to win this in my six-yard box because this goalkeeper can't come out and command it. What would it that's take a huge problem. his mind, do you think? I, I think maybe... <laughs> honestly, I think if he has another day like this and he lose, I think he might have to change his mind. Really? Well, see, the problem is, though, if Arteta plays Raya in the next Premier League game... Which is against Aston Villa, by the way. You know, we've been talking about how good... Oh, he'll play him, Steve. We've, we've been talking about how, how good a soldier Ramsdale's been. But that can only last for so long. Right. And, and I think you saw with the thing with his dad. He, he's, his dad's only repeating 
mm. what he's feeling. But he's not going to he's not going to drop Raya, is he, for this game? Well, and see, and this is what this is this is where it's going to make it even worse because if he doesn't drop Raya mm. after throwing two in, he hundred percent. If he hasn't already lost Ramsdale, has lost him, right? And what the consequences of that will be? Ramsdale, although he'll come in and train, isn't going to be at his at his very best. You know, we always talk about competition between players for positions, but but when it gets to a situation like this, where you as a player know that regardless of what the other guy does, you're not playing, then your commitment drops, and so he's going to be coming in. And he's not going to be training at his, at his full, which is going to affect him whenever he does, if he does get a chance. Right. Now, the only reason he's going to get a chance is if eventually, if Arteta goes, I can't keep doing this. So now you're going to start a goalkeeper who's not ready for it. So you're just creating problem after problem. I was watching the show yesterday and I was taking notes. Well, wow. <laughs> I saw listening to Shaq. And, yes. You know, and, and, and Shaq's right. He, he wanted two number ones and now he's got two goalkeepers that have lost their confidence. One who knows he's not the manager's favourite, and the other one, regardless of what you say, who's making a lot of mistakes. It was the go- you know there was the bad. Pa- I can't remember them all, but the bigger ones was in, in Lawns. The Man City game, which was the big game of the season, they won. But that was despite him, not because of him. If you think back to playing the ball out from the back and also flapping at the crosses that he flapped at, yeah. uh, which was similar to to the goal they gave away, one of the goals they gave away against Luton. So you've now got two guys that were, mm. Riot Brentford was excellent and Ramsdale at Arsenal was excellent. Now the two of them are both got so many doubts in their mind, I have no idea what this, ma- and it's all by the way, he's talked about it yesterday, it is all the doing of one man, yeah. Yeah. the manager. I, I, there's, there's one thing that may come to Arteta's saving here with, with Aaron Ramsdale and that it's Euros next summer. And Ramsdale wants to play and play well to get himself or keep himself in the England squad. Because right now he, he's seen that slip away. But to Stevie's point, listen, I'll, I'll speak personally. If it were me, I, I've, I've checked out. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll play. I'm trying to play well to get myself in, in, in the England squad. But I'm not, I, it's in spite of the manager as opposed to, as opposed to for it. And, but I, I, I said this some weeks ago. I, I feel that Arteta has boxed himself into a corner with how he managed that bringing Raya in over, over Ramsdale, that now he has to continue to show faith with him. And then to your question, I think, I think Arteta only changes his mind, only drops Raya if you have two or three games in a row like this. Okay. Whether, whether they cost him or not, but if, if, he, if these kinds of errors keep happening with, with some consistency, as I say, over, over three games, then he has absolutely no choice. But other than that, he has to continue to back his man because of how. So do you sit and ra- if you're Ramsdale, Shaq, right? Yeah. Do you sit and think, right, it's going to happen at some point. I'm back in, or I'm January, leaving in January. January, do you? If I'm leaving are you in already, January, are you already into that manager? Yes, I am. Training? I'm saying, listen, you know, you, you dropped me after my, the way I performed yep. last. You could argue Arsenal were in the position they were in for the bulk of the season. Yep. Big part of it was down to him. Some yep. of say, and he's, that's not that he never made Listen, any mistakes. I, I, think, no. I, I think that there's a lot at play, certainly mentally, for, for Aaron Ramsdale. And as much as, yes, by the end of the season wasn't as, as good as he had been for the pre- previous season and a half, he did an article in the summer where he spoke about his wife having a miscarriage earlier in, in January, I think in January of last year. If that doesn't play on you mentally, and if 
you're then, if the response of the club is then to leave you out, to bring another goalkeeper in, again, you are switched off. You have absolutely no loyalty to this manager, given those, those circumstances. As footballers, we deal with a lot off the pitch that we aren't allowed to talk about. And if that is how it, the response you get, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm switching off. If, if I'm Anne Ramsdale, I'm, I've already said to my agent, if I don't play every game between now and January 1st, I'm gone. Let the manager, let the club know that, that, is, that that's, that's, my stand. that's my stand right now. So while Mikel Arteta may come out and say, listen, I have two number ones, and Ramsdale is still a number one, I still view, well, however he wants to, to kind of polish this, if my client does not play every single game between now and January, and through January, we, I'm, I'm, we're moving. Oh, I like Agent Shaka. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. Don't oh, mess. Another, you've got a second job on the go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got two take more notes. Premier League games then on <laughs> Thursday. Uh, Spurs in action as they take on Everton. Uh, meanwhile, in the other game, it is, uh, it is, sorry, Spurs against West Ham, I'm mistaken. It's Everton against Newcastle. Uh, anyone who's seen Brian Zaragoza on, in our La Liga coverage would be impressed with the youngster. He will be on his way to Bayern Munich in the summer for 15 million euros. Looks like a great deal uh, for Bayern, given what we've seen from him. 15 million is not a lot of money, is 22 it? 22 years old, Spanish yeah. international. Well, he got his first cap, didn't he, after his yeah. uh, couple of really good goals against Barca. So he'll be heading into the Bundesliga. Meanwhile, some updates uh, from Barcelona and Real Madrid, starting with Madrid. Uh, Dani Carvajal is out until next year. Uh, he's got a calf injury. Uh, meanwhile, also out until mid-January, uh, Andre Ter Stegen is out um, after having a back surgery. Uh, La Liga action then this weekend. It's an early start. You're with me, aren't you, Shaq? I am, Dan. For... I'm looking forward to it, Dan. Well, that's sincere. Uh, Real Madrid taking on Real Betis. That's on Saturday. And then what about Sunday? The late game at Montjuic. Barcelona taking on Girona in the top of the table clash. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. It was an emotional night 
in Vancouver as Christine Sinclair retired from international football. Over 40,000 fans in attendance to bid her farewell. Uh, she would play almost an hour in the 1-0 victory against Australia. She retires from the international game but has promised one more season domestically. And I'm sure they'll be discussing that at length on the next edition of Football Americas, which will be coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio, which of course will be the venue for MLS Cup this weekend. Uh, the odds for that, Columbus, are your favourites. Remember, they will have home ground, home ground advantage, LAFC at 6-5. Meanwhile, Time Magazine's Athlete of the Year, Lionel Messi. There we go. Yep, I'm sure you'd be excited by that. Uh, meanwhile, you want more excitement, Shaq? Uh, sure. Here's Lionel Messi doing ordinary things in Miami, look. Oh, OK. In a grocery store, buying things. Wow. Yes, I know. Wait, which grocery is this? Pardon? Which grocery? Which grocery store? Yeah. Um, I don't know, uh, Shaq. Why? Oh, no, this is not a setup. It's no, it's not. It's just wow. Look at Messi being a normal man. Because <laughs> doesn't <laughs> Publix doesn't Publix the grocery store chain Publix sponsor into Miami or something of the sort? Okay. So I was just wondering. Oh, I see. You're saying my, it might be. A, I've got my conspiracy my theory head on. Well, I'm just well, saying. It's good to know that he's a man of the people, isn't it? Yeah, you are beautiful. He's just out there. Yes. Doing grocery shopping. Oh, what a man. Nobody follows me when I'm grocery shopping. It's probably for the best, Shaq. Uh, that is it. That brings us to the end of today's <laughs> show. Uh, be sure to stay tuned as Extra Time will be next. Welcome in then to today's edition of Extra Time. Shaka with us. Shaka coming on his day off as well. Yes, that's right. Well, what then? Craig goes, why'd you bother? <laughs> oh, well, I, it was his day off. Yeah, well, he was keen to come in. Wanted to talk that's, about that's, the games. Well, I haven't seen Craig for a while. I haven't seen Craig for a few days. Probably awesome. the last two days with Stevie. Shaka was yeah. Craig. Stevie here as well. Yeah, well, he made, yeah. a, he made a schoolboy error, didn't he? Oh. He picked his phone up. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Knowing Shaka, as we do, there has to be some... Uh, Give and take. Yes. Somewhere he's yeah, of course. definitely I mean, got an extra, extra holiday day. For he's sure. got. He's definitely come out on the right end of this. Yep. I don't mean spending it with us, but. <laughs> Did you get anything in the mail this morning? Did I? I had something lovely in the mail this morning. A Christmas card from the Nichols. Oh. And I tell God. you what, this was no ordinary Christmas card. Oh. <laughs> The quality, the amount imagine. of pictures. I'd expect and, and nothing Stevie's, else. Stevie's got like a reputation of being a little bit tight with money, but clearly he just went, no, Eleanor, go and spend what you want. It's Christmas. <laughs> I can assure you that, didn't I? <laughs> 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 Beautiful. <laughs> uh, biggest surprise, Manchester United win or Manchester City losing, Craig? Ah... Uh. Help. Say it again. City losing. City losing, you City say. City losing. Yeah. Hey, all right. <laughs> what you said, help? Don't get angry. I asked for help and you all turned on me. It's nasty. United winning know. in the manner that they did was a surprise. But yeah. City losing in the manner that they did. Well, that was the bigger surprise. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going for, Dan. Yes. Yep. Stevie? Aye. Yes. There you are. <laughs> help. <laughs> I don't know. Haven't they? Write it down for me. Well, well, there. there it is. <laughs> Written there. Oh, the answer. <laughs> City. For what were you writing, by the way? Huh? What were you writing? I was doing my Christmas budget. 
want to see how much I can spend on Christmas cards. Budget? I want to see how much I can spend. Well, Steve, I've got a, Steve I, can set you up with some high well, cards. I've got to match Stevie's cards, don't I? I'm not sure I can afford it. <laughs> Craig, are those City terrible performances because of Kevin De Bruyne's absence? Also, what has Pep seen at Vardiol and Nunez? Mateus Nunez? Mm -hmm. Well, he's been... Sort he of, came on as second half sub, didn't do anything, did he? He's been a bit part, but Vardiol's played a huge chunk of the season and he's played the majority of it left back, if not all of it. And not particularly well. Not because he's a, he's a centre-half. Good young centre half, but he's getting exposed in that wider position. And when the Liverpool game recently, he left him out for for Aki because he knew Salah was on that side, and so that clearly tells you that he's worried about him being isolated on that on that side. But what was the question again? No, it was, it's, it's, not it's, because, it's not because of De Bruyne. Come on, because they've had some good results this year. Right. I mean, you're going to miss them, but they're not losing goals and failing to keep clean sheets because of De Bruyne. Stevie, how many points can Manchester City sp spot the rest of the league this year if they still expect to win the title? So they're currently six points behind Arsenal. Yeah, well, the, the, the thing is, everybody keeps everybody keeps mentioning, well, you know, by the turn of the year, they change gear and off they go. But you can't keep relying on that. Right. I mean, you can't. It's, it's like Arsenal. They can't keep relying on scoring in the last kick of the game and scoring four away from home but losing three and having your goalie throwing, throwing two in. You, you, you can't keep getting away with that sort of stuff. And, listen, City have not played this poorly for years. I can't remember the last time that they've had a run of games where they've played this poorly. And so, to just think that all of a sudden they're going to, by the turn of the year, kick back into gear and off you go, I, I, I'm not so sure. So, Listen, six points, considering their history, you could argue isn't that much. But considering the way they've been performing, I'm not quite as sure as everybody else that they're just all of a sudden going to turn into this City side that we expect. Uh, I'm with Stevie. I'm going to say City could spot the league no more than eight points. OK. So they've got one more... Two. ...loss. Oh. Right. Jump to God. Otherwise... Call the season off. That's though. it. Just, That's give, it it. To, just give it to Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, what can Arteta Craig learn from tonight to beat Villa this Saturday? <laughs> well, Bailey's a big problem, depending on who plays on that side. And we know Zinchenko is a good footballer, but he's not—he's not the best defender. So that's one of the issues. Yeah. Uh, Middle of the park's going to be a great battle because Villa are quite strong in the it's middle. It's a really good game overall, isn't it? Douglas Luiz is a good player. McGinn's a worker, does a bit of everything. Uh, yeah, it is going to be a good game. Villa play a high line as well, so I think there's, there's, there's lots in there, yeah. Anything to add, Stevie? No, again, it'll be a great, it should be a great game. Someone explained Bodger's thought process going into this game. What was the plan, Shaka? And almost bringing on Matson before United's second goal. Was he seriously trying to defend a 1-1? I, I, I don't know what Pochettino was thinking. And, and as we discussed during the show, from his selections to where he put players to how we, how we went about things, it, it, was, it was completely bemusing. And, and, and the performance, equally so. And the truth be told, they got what they deserved. It's clear, I mean, it, it, are we saying Chelsea and their manager, the big worry for him was, he's a good player, but he's a youngster, the big worry for him was Garnacho. 
Because why else would he put yeah. a left back at right back? Because he thinks Cucurella's got the pace on Garnacho, he can do a job on him. Why else would he do that and leave Rhys James out? I, I, and by the way, Cucurella has not exactly been brilliant at I Chelsea. I think his problem's the big picture. I, I, I think I think we can ask all these questions about the way, but who we picked, the way they had them playing the whole thing. But if you put yourself in Poch's shoes, right now, he's picking teams and he can't rely on anybody. Right. You know, all the best teams, the coaches of all the best teams, it's great to sit on the bench and just sit there and go, well, I know what I'm getting from him, 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 him and him. I'm not quite sure about him. I'm not quite sure about him, but the re I know exactly what I'm getting. So when you're sat on the bench as a coach and you're not sure what you're getting from the majority, that's tough. That's been and Chelsea then, all the way have, back. And then, and then what you're doing is you're trying to find something because you've tried something, it's not working. So now you've got, now do you stick with it and thinking that it might just click because of, because of time? Or if you don't think that, now you've got to change it and do something else. So he's got, he's got so many, he's got so many things to fix that where do you start? Right. But and then when it goes wrong, now it's really easy for us to go, why is Cucurella playing right back when you've got, you've got Reese James on the, on the bench and why have you got a centre back playing left back? I mean, all of these things are easy to question, but when you've got a team and a group of players who you basically don't know what you're going to get from any of them every time you step on the field, that's a tough place to be. Well, Reese James clearly wasn't injured because otherwise he, he doesn't come on at half-time. He got sent off at Newcastle for a bad tackle and kicking the ball away. That was just stupid, right? But it doesn't make him a bad player. If England were playing a huge game at the Euros or the World Cup, which we know they have been recently, we could sit here, we'd probably sit here and debate yeah. who's on the right side, James or Kyle Walker, mm -hmm. right? Maybe you could throw Kieran Trippier's name in, but he can play a little bit everywhere. But it's definitely James and Walker. But yet you go to Man United, away from home, both teams under pressure, and he's on the bench. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't I get I, Can I, he not I'm handle Garnacho? I'm, I'm not arguing with what you're saying because yeah. I don't disagree with one word there. But as, as I said, when, you, when you're struggling and you're trying to find things, you've got to change things. Right. And that just seems an obvious one not to do, but he, but he thinks he's looking after them. You've got to think, you've got to think at the very least, he's looking after them. But, that, to me, but then Chelsea seemed to be trending in the right direction, certainly before the international break. All right, it was nine-man spurs, but they get a good win there. And then the performance against, against Manchester City just seemed to suggest that, hey, you know, it's, it's coming together for, for, for Chelsea. And then all of a sudden, since, since the break, goodness me, they, they have regressed so much. It's, it's tough to watch. I wonder if, he, if he's close to having to leave Silva out, you know, for, yeah. for, for, for uh, maybe Desassi, Badia Shield, Colwell. Three big, strong, quick, younger guys who have just not got the experience, but he's 39 now. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It just it's not easy to keep. And he's been their best defender up until, you know, a big chunk of this season. So I wonder if he's got a big decision to make there as well to go for to go for younger guys that are bigger, stronger, and quicker. Stevie, you're inserted in your prime. Oh, so nice. <laughs> into the current Liverpool squad and Klopp plays you as a right-sided centre-back to protect Trent. How do you play behind such a player? Well, again, as I always say, it's about your, it's about your starting position. Okay. So 
So I'm not too, I'm not starting too wide, there's a hole through the middle, and I'm not starting too tight, there's a huge hole on the right-hand side, which is kind of what Matty did pretty much in the, the two or three years where Liverpool were winning Premier Leagues and Champions League. So that, that's exactly what I would do. It's your, your starting position so that, you know, if you have to go out, then I'll go out. But if I'm needed to be tighter, then I'm, I'm already nice. I'm already in the position where I can be tight. So that's, that's I, the key. I, I would imagine Mr Nicol may be a little bit more vocal as well towards Mr Alexander-Arnold. I, I would probably have a lot more to How say. vocal were you on the pitch? I think the older you get, the more vocal you get. Right. Because, you know, you're, you're concentrating on what you're doing. And then you kind of get in a position where, when you're consistent and all the rest of it, and things, things, things become easier is probably the wrong word, but you're just comfortable. Right. And you're just kind of, because you're just playing, then you can start being a bit more vocal. So I think, I think the older you get, the more vocal you get. And certainly by the time you get to really old and you're still playing, yeah. you have to be. How about to make when sure you're you really get, old and you're you watching games? You get people <laughs> 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 How about when you're shouting at a telly? Yeah. There were lots of tellies on today. So hey, you shouted at all. I thought it was, I thought it was, it was the first thing I said thing. to him when he came in. He was eating his soup. I went, why are you so angry? <laughs> shouting at a telly. That was my Ronnie Moran head. Oh, yeah? Hi. Who was it? Somebody made a mistake. I don't know. There's a lot of shouting. Even when they're coming out the tunnel, he shouted yeah, someone. He's, he's, I'm shouting at everybody. <laughs> at all the games. Everybody. Look at them coming out the tunnel. Smiling. Look at them talking to each uh, other. Uh. Oh, did you get more vocal as you got older, Shaq? Or did you, as a goalkeeper, did you have to be vocal to start? Well, no, I, I think you, you do have to have some, you know, you do talk a lot as a goalkeeper just to start with, but as, as, as to see his point, as you get older, you, you, you do become more vocal um, because I, I think people understand and respect your, your opinion and, and your instructions a whole lot more and, and you just see the game, start right. to see the game better. So you see players as, as they're developing and it becomes part of your, your responsibility to talk to the younger players in, in particular. Who told you to shut up the most? Because you know how a few players usually love to tell a keeper to shut up? Nah, nobody, nobody told me. No, you know, because a keeper are just chipping away all the time. Shaka like goes all Caribbean, they don't understand yeah, they, what he's no, saying. Yeah, nobody, nobody, I remember, <laughs> I remember Rio saying that. Rio said, when you can't understand what Shaka's saying, then you know you've messed up. Then you know he's angry. Yeah, yeah. You know and could you, you talk at all? Sorry? With your teeth? <laughs> 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 what are you saying? <laughs> I don't believe the question was I don't believe the question was completed. Uh, the answer is, particularly in this. Oh, dear heavens. What's he saying? Particularly. <laughs> Particularly <laughs> the foreign boys. Particularly <laughs> the foreign boys. Yeah. It was bad enough for the Scottish and British lads with the teeth out. I, mean, I never knew what I was saying. Well, it's hard yeah. to talk with no front teeth. <laughs> oh, hey, try it. Do you want to try it? He was, was finished. <laughs> <laughs> try it. Uh, how much motivation is it for Manchester United to win knowing that Craig is on the schedule? <laughs> there you are. Does this yes. this quashes the uh, rumor? Yes, maybe. That I only now it's in. Chelsea. Right. Now Chelsea people are turning on you. Oh, it's not <laughs> difficult. No, not that one. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, I'm not going to see it. Oh, but yeah, yeah, it was a good performance. <laughs> I could have taken the day off now that Shaq was in. Wow. Yeah. But I known that. There you are. But I known that I could have just swanned out the building. Wouldn't have to have 
gushed over Man United like well, we did, which is fine. Do. They deserved it. Well, Shaqam, you've got tomorrow off now. Then. I do, yes. Stevie, you have tomorrow off. Christmas yeah. shopping maybe tomorrow? More notes. Oh, funny. No, there are no done. more notes. Oh, yeah? Bye. Oh, nice. Oh. So done. Maybe you need to move the rug again. Who's had the most parcels turn up at the front door? Scott, I'm mean, asking about me. <laughs> Packages. Come on. It must be Scottish women, because I'll tell you, let me tell you. Man. Daily. My missus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Muppets. <laughs> first never read. Right. <laughs> By the way, we don't first name terms with Amazon, right. UPS. Oh. oh my god, aye. That's nice. What? Has she got them a little Christmas present? Oh, of course. You've got, you've got a picture. Absolutely. You've got a pic- the guy delivered the oil the other day. She's like, ah, take that out to the guy. And he's like, ah. And he looked at it and he went, I'm guessing you didn't wrap this. I went, no, oh, you're no kidding. Oh, a real proper present. Aye. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, we got the oil guy. Yeah. We got the, we... the hairdresser. By the way, because you know your missus is doing the same. A hairdresser's getting one tonight, Stevie. Yeah, yeah she's, she's getting a present. I wish mean, I mean, looking tonight. at that hair, I wouldn't give her anything. She sent me a message today. She went, right, can you drop by the house? I'll put Mona's present in the uh, in the post box. Right. Drop by the house before you go. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Honestly, I'll tell you what, Stevie's got a lovely post box as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. What happened to the I remember this description again. No, remember, like, it, the other one got hit, yeah, the, and then uh, Eleanor got a really nice, posh one. Which yeah, even more. Oh, no, no, that was, it, that was the line. <laughs> Say, oh, it's got, it's got a nice curb appeal. <laughs> <laughs> nice curb appeal. Uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, lovely. How much was it? There we go. Uh, All right. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want a present? Give us a shout. I'll get one. Uh, it's just me and Craig in the studio oh, tomorrow. Jürgen well. Clinton and Ryan uh, Is on? it? Yes. What's it? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> get your teeth. Uh, yeah, yeah. And finally, uh, we have to reflect on um, Spurs in action. <laughs>